There are five challenges, five, that we all face when managing virtual teams. And if you haven't considered these yet and you're considering building a virtual team, you'd need to consider these five challenges. And if you already have your a virtual team and you have not considered these, you're probably running into problems. And when I am done with these five, you'll understand why. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Build Your Team show. I am your host, Atiba. And if you're looking to build your team because it's time for your business to grow, you're in the right place. I've been building effective teams for my businesses for over 20 years now. And I'm going to share with you some of the stuff that I've learned. A lot of those teams were in person, but we first started going virtual way back in 2013. So I've been in the virtual team market for quite some time time now. So let's dive in. These are five, 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 five things, five things you must consider with your virtual team. Okay. Number one, personal connection. A lot of times people have problems with their virtual team because they have a lack of personal connection with the team. Personal connection is so much more important in the virtual environment than it is in the in-person environment. Because in person, you naturally have proximity and things are naturally going to happen. Conversations will happen around a water cooler. There may be a joke. There may be a story that's told. You may overhear something. There are natural things that happen in the in-person environment that don't happen in the virtual. And so it's super important super, super important that you work on the personal connection. And I'm a firm believer that the personal connection between an employee and their manager is the most important. It doesn't mean that you have to have a personal connection with every single person on your team, depending on how big your team is, that could get a little bit difficult. But it is important that you have a personal connection with the people that report to you directly, and they have a personal connection with the people that report to them directly, getting to know them, asking them how things are going, what's going on in their family, what what are they excited about, what are they struggling about, when's their birthday? You've got to celebrate these things. you got to find out these things. You have to have empathy with certain things. Super important. So that's number one personal connection. Got to have personal connection. Number two, communication. Communication. Nothing will sink a ship faster than poor communication. If you got poor communication on your team, and I did a video a little while ago, right above, go check that out, all about communication, right? So I'm not going to belabor the point right here, but if you're not communicating effectively with your team, if expectations are not being communicated, and the way you know that you're not communicating effectively with your team is simple. If you are expecting X and you're getting Y, you have a communication problem, period, period. If you're expecting X and you're getting Y, there is a communication problem that has to be solved. So that's number two. Number three, and this is a tough one. This is a tough one, but it's a tough one because it takes mental, it takes a lot of mental calories on your part and on the part of anyone who's a manager in your organization. Understanding time zones. 
understanding time zones. Understanding that just because it's daytime for me, it may be nighttime for my staff and that may not be appropriate time for them to work. Or maybe it is. Or it may be that it's two o'clock in the afternoon for me and it's six o'clock in the afternoon and dinner time for them. And I'm trying to get work done and they're trying to have dinner or vice versa. So really understanding the time zones of where people are and how they overlap. Now, the way I get around this, especially when it has when it comes to communication, when we need to have meetings and all of that is I actually use Calendly and I've got a link for Calendly down below, which is, you know, it's a calendar. It's an online calendar. And on my online calendar, I block all the times when I'm unavailable and I leave open all the times when I am available. And so my staff knows that when they want to have a conversation with me, doesn't matter where they are in the world, they use my Calendly link and my calendar to book that time. Because what that ensures is that in my time zone, I'm available. And so if they choose it, they're choosing a time zone, a time in, in their time zone that works really well for them. So that's Calendly down below. I've got a link for that and check that out if you haven't already. The next one, which goes right along with time zones and takes it even further is cultural differences. Cultural differences. You know, we live in bubbles. And, and if you don't think you do, then you're definitely in one. Okay. We live in bubbles. All of us. It's natural. It's absolutely natural. And it's, it's almost nothing wrong with it. Because in your bubble, you're used to your area, the way things work here and what the culture is in your environment. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you hire someone from the other side of the world in a different culture, maybe even speaking a different native language than you, there are so many things that you're not going to know or not going to understand. Hey, just think about food for a moment. Think about food, right? There are so many people on staff who've never eat on my staff right now, currently, who've never eaten some of the foods that I eat regularly. And there are so many things that they eat that I've never eaten regularly. We can't even communicate about that in terms of just normal banter because we don't even call stuff the same thing, even if we were eating the same food. And so it makes it difficult with the cultural differences and the onus is on you and your managers to understand the culture. The onus is not on the staff. That's one of the biggest mistakes employers make when they go virtual is they expect the staff to bend and, and learn their culture. There is some of that that has to happen, but it's more important for you to understand the culture of your staff and then help them learn and walk towards your culture and understanding what it is that you want. Again, getting back to communication, getting back to communication. So very important. The other thing that cultural differences and, and understanding cultural differences that it helps you with is building those personal connections because it shows that you care. It shows that you're interested. It shows that it matters to you. Okay. And then the last one, which really kind of all the rest of them. So this last one takes all the other four and kind of smushes them together. 
And this is the thing that most people say out of their mouth about their staff or the staff say about them out of their mouth about you, the employer. I don't trust them. There's a lack of trust. So number five is building trust. You've got to build trust. You've got to build trust with your staff. How do you build trust with your staff? By being consistent with creating personal connections by being consistent with having good communication. And when communication fails, raising your hand and saying, my fault, I miscommunicated. I take responsibility. I miscommunicated. I'm sorry. Understanding the time zones and respecting the time zones and and the rhythms of life that they may have in their different time zones. And lastly, but not least, the cultural differences. When you take all four of the first, all of the first four, said that correctly, all of the first four and kind of smush them together and you start doing those consistently, you build trust. And so if you're in a situation where you're feeling a lack of trust, it's because one of those four you are failing at. I guarantee it. Do the analysis, you'll see it. And as you start to change, you'll see the trust grow. You'll see your team show up stronger for you. You'll see your team care more for you. You'll see your team go beyond, above and beyond what you expected because you've built an environment of trust. So those are my five guys. Listen, I completely get it. Building team can be very, very hard, right? It it, it is. But if you take in mind and you keep in mind these five things and you focus on these five things, these five areas, and there's a lot in these five areas, but if you focus in these five areas and you continually get better in these five areas, I guarantee you, I guarantee you managing your team is going to become a lot easier and go from challenging to one of your greatest triumphs in business. All right, everybody, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.